Mercedes-Benz won't even fucking give me a dollar for the damn settlement. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. <laughs> it's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Mayhem Miller. What? Uh, and Ween Dog. What's up, dude? It's going to be a great show. Uh, we're going to go over some great things. We got uh, the UFC last week. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Dos Santos losing to Curtis Blades. Yeah. We have Bellator last week. That was an amazing event. I think that was almost it was entertaining as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as UFC 247, which is in two weeks. There's uh, the Joe Rogan versus Stephen A. Smith feud. Nah. Uh, we're going to talk about Phoenix Jones getting arrested. Uh, no. All kinds of stuff. Uh, I want to thank Speedweed. Okay, for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, Gino. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered right to your door. Go to speedweed.com. Follow them at Speedweed. Thank you, BetterBox. Thank you, Gage. Thank you, everybody. Um, I got to head out a little early because I got a wrestling match today. Um, awesome. I'm excited about coaching. And I was actually thinking about, like, obviously, I coach middle school wrestling. I've been doing it for 13 years. I helped start the program over at Paul Revere. And uh, the kids are looking really good. We have it's, it's almost like a blessing that occurs. We have a lot of really good eighth graders, which is like I'm very happy about that. But then like next year we're gonna have not as good as a team because like nine of the kids are leaving unless we get a bunch of new kids. We have a bunch of new kids, but that's just that's just that always happens. I'm always worried about next year's team and then next year's team we end up because what happens is my um, athletic director he gives the kids the option like you can go to detention or wrestling. <laughs> so I get a bunch of these like badass kids nice. that like I got like you know. What was the story that? of my life. Like the longest yard of middle school wrestling. Um, but there was actually a funny story recently. So this kid that I coached, one of my favorite kids, this kid Justin, is a, a black kid, really, really funny kid. But he was like the biggest, wise guess ass I've ever, I've ever coached. Like he was – I used to have to like come to his house because his dad wasn't around so, and he would be sleeping. During, and I would see him look out the window and go back to bed. And I'm like, no, we're going to – so one day I actually walked into his house. But I just, I'm like, get out of bed. We're going to practice. He's like, you can't – Break into my house. I'm like, yes, I can. We're going to practice. He's like, this is illegal. I don't care. His mom called me and thanked me. His mom's like, so, but this kid would just insult me the entire time. Like, oh, you have a hoopty, or I went on your Facebook and you only date sevens. I mean, just, <laughs> and then one time there was a, I think I told you this story, but there was a, a, a billboard of a woman who had leukemia and it said Anna versus leukemia. And he goes, Coach, I got 10 bucks on leukemia. Uh, I'm just like, that's not funny. Brilliant. This is it, kind of brilliant. Yeah. But, and he was get, get terrible grades. Like, this is the kind of mind. You are literally the dude from those. Those like those trope of movies where Ducks the and white guy comes in into the black neighborhood and helps out the kids by teaching them a sport that only white people play. <laughs> yeah. So, but this kid would constantly drive me crazy because he was such a wise guy. Like he he like won what a was match. That kid's name Justin. All right. The kid won a match, right? And uh, and then he holds up his record. It goes four and two. And then the ref thought he was holding up gang signs. So he, like, stopped the whole thing and gave us a speech about gang violence. We're like, 4-2 Mafia for life. And then the other coach, the high coach, was like, I wouldn't brag about being 4-2, by the way. That's not really that great of a record. But this is the kind of kid. He'd be like, I'd be like, so what kind of girls do you date? You know, the white girls, the black girls. He goes, man, black girls are just too much drama. And I was like, dude, all girls are too much drama. But he beat me in a sprint. He beat me in a sprint. And then I'm like, all right. 
we're going to do five miles because he was taunting me. And I knew he couldn't do five miles because he's in the eighth grade. Because he's black? No, no, nothing to do with him being black. Oh, my bad. Although you, one time you told me chocolate melts. Didn't you, didn't you tell me that? <laughs> well, I chocolate said melts that. the third. That's racist. So, I never said that. So anyway, so, uh, so we, we had a – we like ran and uh, he uh, – he quit after mile one, right? But now right. I can't show him that quitting's okay, because right? I just. So now I so gotta you, finish the five wait, miles. Let me get this straight. You ran behind him on horseback and whipped him. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I I ran five miles, and then at the end, I'm like, I got my uh, like wanted to be like, ah, I did it, and you didn't. He's like, he's laughing, and I'm like, why are you laughing? He's like, I beat my dumbass coach from five miles. Nice. Like this is the kind of kid that I was. Anyway, so. <laughs> This kid is a future, man. He's, well, he's a bright kid. He calls me up last week. He's in college now. Nice. He's playing college football really? for like Oklahoma State, something like OS, like a, like a smaller division. But And All he's right. like, hey, man, I just want to say thank you. I know I gave you the hardest time. But awesome. Like, yeah, uh, he's like, I'm really sorry for giving you – he's like, I changed a lot, and I was a big knucklehead. That's got to feel and, good. And like you helped my change my life, and that was super sweet. Yeah, so, I was going to ask you, do you follow some of the dudes that came up through your program? Because some of them do. Like It's funny because like a lot of these kids – they're in eighth grade and like they just like one kid, this kid Cole. I'm like, hey, this blonde haired kid was like a Ford model surfer kid. And I'm like, Cole, how was your summer? He's like, great, I got laid. I'm like, all right, no more questions. Like this, <laughs> but now he's in eighth grade. Eighth grade, oh, slanging dick in eighth grade, yeah. man. That's the next level. What was the last? What was the first time you got laid? I don't know, like fourth grade. <laughs> Come on, you got laid in the fourth grade? Yeah, I got a beach. I mean, in fourth grade? Yeah, it was casual. You know, black girls get wild. This is back in Atlanta or North yeah, Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina, yeah. North Carolina, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is it's in like, Fayetteville? Hey, does it count as being molested if she's the same age as you? No, no. it doesn't count. All right, all right. So well. in Fayetteville, you got a blowjob. Yeah. And Joe, his t- first time he got laid. I was he, 18. 18. He gets to a car accident. The girl's <laughs> well, that's all, how all the best lays get started. The girl's like sixty years old. Yeah, and then he, sixty, and then he bangs her after that's the accident. That's not a girl. That's a grown woman. Then he bangs her woman, after yeah. the accident and walks into the Ha Ha Comedy Club and like ghosted her that night or so. What, what happened? I, I like you just telling the story because you no, add no, like no. a new element to it every single yeah. time. All right, yeah. tell me what so, happened. So I've told the story many times on the podcast, but long story <laughs> short, I lost my virginity to like a fifty-five-year-old woman in the Bank of America parking lot across. The street from the haha cafe it was a terrible uh, event she crashed her car like on the way to the parking lot and she like listen, you were just like a couple listen. months not getting molested like yeah. that was you know what i mean yeah. it's like a porno yeah yeah, yeah it is it's like a really bad porno. it was a disaster she but just, she yeah. just grabbed it and fucking jumped on that was the way it sounds like a yeah. car wreck yeah. Yeah. yeah we got caught in the middle of me eating her ass oh, by the by the person whose car she hit because uh, she like fled the scene, and so like, uh, listen, it's a long story. Go back to uh, oh, episode three hundred four. No, no, whatever. tell the story. Not gonna, no one's gonna go Bro, back. To episode no one's going back. Go what happened? Like, you can't go back from this. So she hits this car, right? It was a parked car. She hit it, and then she just drove to the parking lot spa- space next to my car in the back of Bank of America, where we banged in my car. Right? No big deal. So a drunk driving senior citizen. Yeah. Fucked you and you ate her ass in the back of a car. Yeah, so I'm in the middle. Damn, this is why like is a- this show even about MMA? I mean, <laughs> what's the point of having MMA? I was thinking you just need to take a left turn. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah. Well, right, anyways, so what? does she have insurance? Uh, I don't no, know. I, I didn't really ask. But this is like at 10 o'clock at night. So it's dark. <laughs> We're in the back corner of the parking lot. I'm eating grass in the backseat of my dad's car. No big deal. And then I hear a big knock on the back window. Like, 
And I look back, I'm like, uh-oh. And it's like this Mexican dude like just staring at me through the window while like, I'm eating her ass. You know, she's Why would you eat a girl's ass you didn't know who's 55 years old? 18, after, bro. After, dude, after, I, 18. Like when you're that age, you watch so much porn. And then like the first time you have intercourse, you want to like mimic the, the stuff you see in porn because you think that's so dude, you, know, you like choke her to death with your dick. And yeah, but aren't you still into transgender porn? I mean, I don't watch it for pleasure. I watch it out Whoa. of curiosity, <laughs> like transgender porn, you know. It's for science. Yeah, it's for like science family, research. Like family viewing? This yes. is like your... Yeah, okay. yeah, Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so, Mayhem, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm fucking awesome now. I <laughs> mean, now that me. I got my, my ass-eating quotient of the day, uh, <laughs> I need a story about ass-eating. Now, to I got to say that you hadn't got laid in like, what, 17 months? Uh, a million years, I think. So your first time out of jail getting laid, you must have been quick, huh? Oh, man. I know. He barely got started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Was that was that like crazy? Was it embarrassing, or did you tell, nah. "Hey, listen, it has been a what while." What do you mean? It's like, come on, any chick that's gonna, uh, you know, bang me is gonna, she's gonna have to understand, especially in that in that situation that I came out of, that <laughs> right. I probably just like before I get the panties off. Right? Okay, yeah, it, so. it happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. I mean, to the best of us, done it. Now, how was your uh, your uh, snowboarding trip? You went to snowboarding? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I like. Uh, didn't really fucking eat any ass. I, I, you know, it was one of those trips where everything was good. I just slid down on my face one time. I mean, that, that was the worst thing to happen. But uh, overall, you know what I mean? It was nice to get back out into, like, the great blue yonder. Mm-hmm. But, bro, you know what? Like, fucking skiing is for fucking rich people, man. A fucking hamburger costs, like... Fifty dollars? I'm like, what the fuck? A fifty dollar hamburger? Dude, it's crazy. You're talking about. I just went skiing over the weekend with my girlfriend's family at yeah. Mammoth. It's expensive, dude. bro. <laughs> everything. Like, yeah. I'm just shocked. Like, the the class divide is so. You know Are you I mean? noticing this now that you're not rich anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, like I, I like to think of myself as rich, but but like, there's like this white trash ghetto dude inside me that's like. Everything that's like not reasonably priced makes me like. But you angry. came from nothing. You came from yeah, absolutely yeah, nothing, and yeah. then then you got wealthy. You yeah, were in yeah. like the top, ridiculously rich, right? Unbelievably rich. So yeah. now, when you were really rich, would you be like, oh, whatever? As no, opposed- no, I still had a little bit of that in me, but yeah, I was flippant with my money for sure. If there's any advice I could give to like dudes to get rich quick, like. Nah, try, try to keep as ghetto as you can because I would just spend shit on, you know what I mean? Bullshit. Vacations and hotels. Oh, yeah. and- Every, everything. Just like get a hotel for like three hours, like a $400 hotel for three hours and then just leave. Like what the, what are you, what are you thinking? Hedonism. You know? Oh yeah. Yes. All kinds of. No, I remember when, when Dana White brought you that car. Yeah. And you were mad about the taxes. Oh yeah. And I'm like, taxes on but, but you still got a free car though. You, that was like a was yeah, but then it's like I, I wanted a gift, not a um, not a not a uh, employment. You know what I mean? Like I gotta go fucking write like fill out paperwork. Like what the fuck? Like that car was sick. It had like a TV in it, and yeah, we watched a movie in it. I would rather have money. Uh, right, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I, I I hear you. Um, but uh, I I went skiing one time in my life. Yeah, my friends were like, I was in eighth grade. My buddy's like, go down double black diamond. And I listened. Nice. So I went up there and I had no idea how to ski. <laughs> so I, I thought it was like the Olympics. We just tuck and go. Oh, no. You know? So I just tucked and people were diving out of the way. And then they, they, the ski patrol came and cut my ticket. 
And then that was it. They banned wow. you. Yeah, banned me from the mountain. Why? Because you were. I didn't know people. how to ski. I was knocking everyone over and like almost killed myself. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what double black died. I'm like, oh, I'll just go down the hill. My friend told me to go straight. Yeah. Sunny Bono. At, oh, yeah, I could have uh, died. That was that was crazy. Well, um, I'm glad you're here. So mayhem might be moving in. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking? Could we talk about that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Am I your new babysitter? So you might be moving into my backyard. (laughs) My backyard has like a little studio. Uh Um, It's like a pool house. It's like a pool house. But my wife wants to give you a contract to sign. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Saying that you won't have parties. (laughs) No drugs. Oh, well, I'm sorry, man. And that you could bring girls over, but they have to be like... Like, like, I'm gonna have to renegotiate this contract <laughs> at least 18. At some point. Yeah, yeah. They have to be like respectful women. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh, respect. <laughs> what kind of respectable woman will come hang out at your pool house? You know what I mean? With a dude named Mayhem. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> like, maybe she hasn't really thought this one through. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> fucking bug infested pool house. Goddamn, no air conditioning and a motherfucking angry Jew in the front. So, so, so and a fucking butt naked kid across the street sprinting so, around with his dick flapping in the wind. <laughs> Bro, what what type of? I'm rethinking this whole thing, man. I, I don't I, even that's know. That's what I'm saying. So we have to. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me sign this contract real quick. Yeah. Sitcom. Yeah. I'm gonna write this show. Yeah. God, bro. It's fucking ridiculous. Great. Not, man, man, your wife, your All wife right. is your well, wife's a bright lady, but I don't think she thought this one through. All right. So let's talk about uh my thoughts on, by the way, the whole Ari Shafir thing. You hear about Ari Shafir? Yeah, of course. So obviously Kobe Bryant died over the weekend. Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, a very, very sad day for people all around the world. Kobe inspired, you know, millions and millions of people. So people thought, what, what do I think about Ari's joke? Uh, so Wait, tell the joke first. Well, it wasn't really a joke. That's yeah, I know that was the funny part. It wasn't even a joke. It was just like a, it's, a rant. It was a rant of like a rapist is gone. The world's a better place. Should have happened twenty three years <laughs> to, uh, later. That's when that happened like, twenty three years ago. It was like it was on and on and on. Right? It was twenty three years too late. You know, f Kobe, f the Lakers. Right? Okay. Here are my thoughts. Number one. Okay, just as comics, we have freedom of speech to write jokes. Everyone has the speech to, to yeah, comment you on your jokes. You don't have the freedom of speech to not like get the blowback. Yeah, of course. If you make a not a joke, even not even a joke. The problem, Bro, also- listen, but Ari is like the same guy he's always been. Always been trolling. Always fucking with everybody. Like it, he loves the attention from it. He doesn't care how he gets it, and, and I get it. I get where he's coming from. I my, my look. My thoughts are this: is that number one, if you tell a joke like that that soon about someone who died, you have to like. What joke? There was yeah, no joke. Number one, there was no joke. Like, Tony Tony Hinchcliffe made a joke of like Kobe passed. That was the same joke I came up like, with. Like Kobe passed, blah blah. <laughs> but all, yeah, a lot of people had that joke. Yeah, yeah. But my whole thing is like, look, Twitter. And Instagram are not a comedy club. Yeah. If you're gonna tell that joke in a comedy club, you're gonna it, it, then okay, cool. But mm. when you put things out on the internet, it's not just people buying two drinks expecting to laugh. People are going, "What the fuck is this?" Well, what about a podcast? And could he have made a joke on a podcast? Like if it that? was a comedy, po- uh, well, Ari's wasn't a joke. That's that's number one. There was no punchline there. <laughs> you're right. Like, yeah. like the joke is to get people to troll, to get people to angry, riled up. Yeah, yeah, and then 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 he's laughing at the people getting Success. riled up. It's sort of a joke on a joke. It's sort of like a. I guess maybe the Andy Kaufman thing, but it just wasn't not the time there were kids dying and the and thing. Look, I'm all for jokes, but they're jokes. And I've learned that there are certain jokes that I make in comedy clubs, but yeah. where people pay two to two, two drinks to the to, to two dollars, two drinks that come, they laugh. And if a joke doesn't work, it doesn't work, but it's at a comedy club. 
But don't you know, you, like we've done this. We do this over and over again with everything. Anything that like gets our fucking panties in a wad, we talk about for fucking ten minutes on this show. And you know the billions of people that are watching. We're getting so good numbers now. Yeah, I know. So what I mean is, is like that's what he wanted. So we gave it to him. Yeah, but I don't and think he wanted. But I don't think he wanted it. this. He, because if you put a, he put on Instagram, listen, I didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. This is what I do. I, I freaking. But it's didn't. the Donald Trump method, bro. He's got. We're gonna forget about this shit in six months. I don't know. Look, first oh, of all, I, what we're gonna hold? We're gonna fuck. What is Kobe gonna fucking zombie Kobe? No, but a lot of people are like a lot of. He's getting a lot of death threats. He's death a lot threats. of people saying they're gonna. Fight him on site, nice. and, and I would not be surprised if people attack him. No way. Yeah. About Kobe. Yeah. Man, people really love some Kobe. They love him, and and that's the thing but, is like. But I think that he kind of did something, you know, kind of like, he did it smart. He canceled the shows. Think he did. The shows got canceled. Oh my god. He has an hour coming out. Try, good luck trying to tell that hour right now. Oh really? I mean, I don't know. It just seems like uh, it seems like a lot of people are looking to not read not reasons to not give you money. Yeah, I know and that. and you're he just gave giving him another them, one. You give him a reason. It you was know? weird that he didn't do it as a joke though. Like you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like some other comic wrote like, oh, thank God I don't have helicopter parents or something. And you could be like, oh, that's a joke. It's a joke. Look, it. The the point is also you have to when when, when, I, when I make a joke I go okay are let's say there's a hundred people in a room. Mm-hmm. And 99 people laugh and one people get upset. I did my job as a comic. Yeah. Even if 90 people, even if like half laugh, you know. But if one person laughs and 99 people walk out of the room, yeah. you didn't do your job as a comic. And the people that were going to laugh at that joke versus the people that are going to get pissed off, it, you kind of go have to go, uh, is this joke really worth the blowback I'm going to get? Is it that funny? But this is but this is his style. Like his uh, this is his oldest time. He's what you call a provocateur. He like he enjoys this type of fucking, you know what I mean, hubbub that, that surrounds it. And I hate to say it, motherfucker had a point. There was like a crazy like, you know, if he was just some normal black guy who wasn't good at putting a ball in a hoop, he would have went to prison for the rest of his life. But for for the for the rape. For the yeah, I mean, look, granted the the I don't the, look the the facts in the case were all shaky and whatnot, and it's like you know, it, look, I, I I'm the dude, I'm number one who are like. Where uh, if a woman gets angry and fucking does some pops off, then your whole life is fucking destroyed. And, you know, and I've seen it and I've seen it personally. So it's like, you know, this kind of this small lie turned into a big thing. But, you know, he because of his status and how good he was at slam dunking, you know what I mean? It, it was like it, it changed the whole thing. And and so Ari kind of brought that conversation back, you know, it, in, in a mean, really, yeah, you know, in a fucked up way for sure. Yeah. But but I mean, at the look, same time, we're talking about it. That's yeah, what there were, he I mean, look, I, I get it. I get it. Look, I'm all for jokes. And, and like like Patrice, know, O'Neal, Patrice O'Neal said, bad yeah. jokes and good jokes stem from the same birth. They're, they're born the same way. Yeah. And some some hits, some don't. It wasn't a joke. That was, that was number, one, yeah. number one problem. Not a joke. It was provocative. Number one problem. I, I've seen 8,000 passing jokes. Those are jokes. This wasn't a joke. Yeah. This was just you being a dick. And on, honestly, and people that know Ari know that he's a dick. I mean, is he is he funny? Is he likable? Is he talented? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's all those things. But he's also like not the nicest person. And people have to know that when it comes to comedians and podcasting, are not the nicest people. Yeah. Uh, I know them personally. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I know some really nice comics. And I know some dicks, and a lot of them are dicks. And a lot of them are a lot of the people that are dicks that you think would be your friend in real life wouldn't. Uh, um, and I hate to be the guy to tell you this, but that's the way it is. Same with fighters. Mo- I would say, on the most part, fighters are nicer than comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least 
in my experience. You well, know? because because fighters have this realistic thing where they have to fucking go in and get humbled all the time, and and comics get to sit upon their throne. And they're like, deep, a lot of them are deeply insecure. Yeah. And so they're just Most constantly fucking. Most of them are deeply insecure. And also knowing from, a, look, the bottom line is I've helped out a lot of comics. I've had like, I've run shows for 20 years and I've, I've given out thousands and thousands and thousands of spots. And recently I hit up two comics that I've helped out when they were at year one and year two who are now big stars. And I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get this project off the thing. Sorry, man, I'm too busy. And I'm like. I was pissed. I was pissed last week. Yeah. So I'm like, this fucking guy, I, I was putting him on. Name with, names, bro. We I need was putting beefs. him on with no one. Name names, bro. Nice. We need beef. Thanks, Kevin Hart. We need yeah. beefs. Come on, bro. There's no way to get this show off the ground if we're not beefing with people. Who was it? Joe Rogan? No, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't Joe, but it was one of one of Joe's close friends. And he's like, hey, man, sorry. I'm just really busy right now. And I'm like, Brandon Schaub? No, he was he was never a good friend of mine, Brandon Schaub. Oh. Uh, so anyway. I don't, Come on, man. Tell me. We need to start some beefs. Anyway. Anyway. So fucking anyway. MMA roasted The point, is, the point is, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quickly so, move on oh, to what, the next We're subject. moving on now? We're moving on. Come on, bro. Start the beef. Fucking Theovon. Fucking Theovon was a guy that like oh, I used to I used to give so many God fucking spots damn. to. Beef is on. Theo. I'm friends with Theo. I like Theo. Yeah. He's a buddy of mine. Yeah. I put him in kamikaze comedy yeah. when I was trying to I sell remember. it. I, remember. I put him in the original one when no one was putting him in shit. I put him in shit. And right? what? Now and then I sold I sold the show to uh to to I sold the show to Fuel TV. Then I got the rights back. And then Fuel went under. Then I sold to Esquire, a, a, a different version of it, yada, yada. Uh, I changed it around. Esquire went under. Yeah. Now I have the rights back. This company says... Uh, <laughs> Bro, you uh, keep tanking this company fucking says, networks. This company says this network likes it, but they want Theo Vaughn attached to it. I go, hey, Theo, man, can you do this a big favor? And it texts, thank you for thinking of me, man. I'm just really busy right now. And I'm... I get I it. I mean, but he maybe is really busy he right now. He probably is really busy. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to name his name. Nah, fuck I, I like Theo. I'm I think like, y'all should fight. Fucking, no. To the death. I'm not fighting Theo. With a trash can lid and a crowbar. I like Theo. I took this fucking guy on tour. Well, we took each other on tour back in the day. We I, we went to sorority houses together uh, nice. to fucking get people to go to the Westwood Brewing Company. Was this when you were stripping? No. Oh. oh fucking, <laughs> I stripped once. Anyways. <laughs> fucking a couple times. All right. So this is, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to get y'all fired. Up no, like man, that. I, but I really feel like we need some beef, man. No, I Theo, like, I like, beef is no, on. bottom line is, I like Theo Vaughn. Me too, a, a but lot. he's a friend what? of he's mine. He's a fucking dick, though. He's not a dick. He's not a dick. <laughs> he just, he just could help me out if, with this thing because this company wanted him specifically. Oh, and they what? said, they said, hey, can you get Theo attached to it? They said, well, they said Theo, they said Theo and Bert. They said Theo and Bert. Bert Kreischer is another guy. I put in the original Kamikaze. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, hey, Bert, can you he took the call. He said he's in Europe. He can't, he's on a tour. He can't do it. And I, I, I don't know Bert like that. Theo, like... I know Bert like I mean, that. It, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. whatever. It's a good fucking. It's a good show. Anyway, it's a fucking great show. And I was like, yeah, he could have just show. like he could just say yeah, you know, like. But look, I'm. I'll read. What the, you wanted to? You'd rather him do the Hollywood yeah and then fucking ghost you later? No, he, or, he goes. I, mean, I he wish was, I could, but I can't be a part of it. I got other projects going on. Thank you for checking in and asking. Well, I mean, that, I mean that was nice. That, that was is nice, nice. exactly. All right, so, so I take just, it back. <laughs> Fuck that! No, the beef is still on. The beef bro. is the beef is. That, I mean, keeping that the nice. beef going. It was nice. It was just a little bit like. What's his podcast name? No, don't we don't know. even name it. That's how fucking. No, nah, he's, he's a talent. That's how deep a, the beef anyway, goes. It's not that. It's not that big. Hey, you see the MSNBC reporter call uh, Kobe the end ball? That, that's not what she said. She said the Knicks and the Lakers and got it confused. Wait, wait. So combined. She said those the two, Los Angeles. 
Knicks, and then no, what? What? She, no, she's trying to get me, no. but no. She, she, yeah, she said the Los Angeles Knicks. I mean Lakers. She said no, 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 no. Yeah, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, let's, let's, so how do you say the the, the Knicks and the Lakers? I, yeah, she honestly, I honestly believe her. She said the Los Angeles. I know, me too. Knicks. But if I was black, I would be like, fuck that. Let's cut this white lady's head no, off. I've seen black people that they were like, she obviously didn't, they if, know that she didn't. If she was on Fox News, though, that would have been a totally different conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they're Sean, giving her was, the benefit of the was, doubt. Uh, if it was Sean Hannity that said it, people would be like, wait a minute. You know? <laughs> All right. I, you know, I bet he throws that casually at the house. <laughs> uh, there's no way Sean Hannity ain't dropping M-bombs to his wife. All right. Who so, is it? Uh, all right, so let's oh, talk man. about. Or talk, I'm trying to get Austin Vanderford right now. He's the guy married right. to Paige Van Zandt. Big fan of yours, Mister Van Zandt. He's ten nice. and zero. He's, nice. a, he's a monster. But first, let's talk Wait, about some who, of the. Who's he fighting for? Bellator. Oh, really? UFC didn't sign him. He he, he like did the um the contender series. He won in spectacular fashion. He was losing and came back and won, and they didn't sign him. <laughs> what? Yeah, That's which is weird. crazy. I he's mean, good too. he's really good. He was like a. I think junior college, national, like Division II national champion, like great wrestler, nice, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's talk about some of the – before he, he comes on, did you watch the UFC? Yeah. Junior Dos Santos, Ooh. Curtis Blades. Hey, look, he put up a goddamn great performance, didn't he? I mean – Blades or Santos? Yes. So – Which Blades. one? Yes. Well, Blades, of course. I mean, yeah. damn, he, he, he like splatter blasted his head. But at the same time – you know what I mean? That yeah. was a good showing. It wasn't like the worst, but it was the same thing that we always say, and we just take the wind out of everyone's sail every time we're on this show where I, I come in and go, well, you know, Cerrone's head is pretty soft, so you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I kind of like tell everybody kind of what's going to happen, you know, and then it happens, and then we're like, okay, we have to come back here and go, well, I told yeah, you so. Told you so. Well, we were wrong about Nate Diaz against – uh uh, what? Oh, you're wrong. Masvidal? Masvidal. Oh, yeah. I think I had a big Nate Diaz chubby. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. Now, what did you think about him throwing the lead uppercut? Mm. And then, uh, what's his name? Cormier saying, I hate when he throws that. Mm. It leaves him wide open. Mm. Does it leave you wide open? Yeah, well, because you, <clears throat> to do a, a good lead uppercut, especially against a guy long like Blades, like, you know, who has a nice jab, a straight right hand, somebody who can hit you from far away. To do this, like, lead uppercut and drop your hand, you're, like, totally exposing your face. You got to kind of lead with your head to do a yeah. lead uppercut, you know? You got to lead with your face. But so, he kept going for it. I know, yeah. Well, because I think earlier in the fight, it, he landed it. So sometimes you can get tunnel vision in a fight where if some like, I, I've done it before where I hit a guy with a good one, and I, I kept looking for that. What fight was that? Over uh, uh, Mura. And I hit him with a good, like, left hand, and I was, like, I kept looking for that. Despite it like not landing again, and then I just kept going for it over and over again, and I just then I got taken down, and I, then I got back up, and then I'm looking for that again because when you land a good one, it, it rings a bell in your head, you know, it goes, oh man, I, that that one worked, and then you'll go back to it even if it's not working. So you know, it, it, it takes some takes some like maybe your corner or uh, some self control and readjustment. To just let it come. Like the the best fights are when you can just let let your punches and kicks, let your technique flow without really putting too much, you know, on which one worked. Because 
that one that worked, yeah, sure, it worked that time, but now he's looking out for it. Right. Too. So Blades made an adjustment and realized, oh, okay, well, that uppercut hit me. And then, you know, he uh, he readjusted his game plan. It was crazy kind, that Blades was kind of like a street fight. Dos Santos was, like, known for his boxing. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, it's, it comes into that thing. When you're an older fighter, you got so much tape out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you If you have three fights to watch, uh, on a guy, three fights, okay? I, I, you watch those fights like a motherfucker. Like, you're going to watch every fight. Okay, what does he do? Oh, this is Jeff. But if I got 12 fights to watch, now I really can get used to how this guy jabs, where he puts his feet after he throws his right hand. What you know? What's the strategy? You know, you can break that down. If I sit with the fighter, watch their opponent, okay, we can start taking notes and go, all right, this guy does this, then you do this good, so we're gonna find a way to do it. And if you, the more tape you have on a guy, the better off you can establish a game plan. And that's what it looked like. I mean, Blade's got a way to go to be a really, really developed fighter. But I mean, that but he's number three. I mean, it's like he's right I know, there. I know, but we we always see this. This happens all the time where a guy gets bumped up. He's like, you know what I mean? Like one of the top contenders, super quick based on these few past performances. And then, you know, he might falter when he gets up to the highest levels. But then, you know, it looks like a meteoric rise for this guy, for sure. Well, Ngano knocked him out twice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was, yeah. but it's not the only thing That's the script has. tonight, yeah. Yeah, it was this, like, I, How do you feel about fighters commentating fights, like, while they're still, like, fighting? Like, DC was commentating that fight, and then he had to go interview Curtis Blades. And Blades didn't call him out, which yeah. is crazy. Do you think fighters should be able to do that, or? I think if they're good at it. You know, I, I have no problem with it. As long as I think DC is a pretty solid broadcaster. And I, I like yeah, yeah. and I like DC and Bisbing giving each other a hard time. I think they're kind of fun in the in the on the mic together. But would you agree that it kind of creates like an awkward scenario? Like Curtis, he's like he's a contender for sure for the title shot. I mean, there is a, that. Sometimes it's problem. hard when you see guys that train with other guys and they have to comment on the fights. Yeah, and, and DC is in this weird like nice guy spot where mm -hmm. he's like the all American Family Guy. Like everyone loves so him. So he says he's trying, know? but it's not working. Austin. Oh, here way. we go again. All right, so let's let's, <laughs> let's, Sorry, bro. let's talk about a uh, buck up, little right, bear. Let's, let's talk Everything's about going to be okay. Theo Vaughn's going to come on the show. And <laughs> there he is, Austin up. Vanderford. Yeah. yeah, here he is, the undefeated fighter from Oregon. Sorry, to, I, I I thought I told you it was video. Sorry that like I yeah, got what little, the hell, man. Sorry, man. By the way, by the way, so Austin came to my show in Portland. Yeah, and I said he does not, have, you know, and him and his wife Paige Van Zant, who I said does not have one. Ugly bone in her body, except for Austin <laughs> Vanderford. <laughs> exactly. He was a good sport. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, just uh, uh, I'm at the grocery store. Well, I'm in the truck now, but I was at the grocery store. So, so, so I was watching all your fights last night. Look, you're ten and zero. You, 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 six, uh, six or seven submissions or seven wins by stoppage. But I gotta know, how do you last with Paige Van Zant? Because she is so pretty. <laughs> uh, like, is it hard? Yeah, it's usually uh, not super long, so it's, it's, a, First round. it's a lot like a lot of my fights, you know? They don't nice. last the whole time. So. They, good. There you go. Well, at least you're honest. That's good. That's, that's good because I was – because, like, dude, she's so pretty that, like, I have to, like, avoid eye contact with her because then I feel like I'm, like, I'm looking at her too long. You'll be yeah. turned to stone in yeah, your pants? Yeah, one of those things where I'm like, damn, this girl – exactly. But, but so now, do you have a fight lined up? Uh, I don't. I actually, though, I just uh, signed a contract extension with Bellator, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And hopefully, hopefully here soon in the next uh, 
next few days or something, I should be getting something worked out. So. Three more, three more fights for him, or what? Or you got a uh Four more fights. Nice. Yep, four more fights. Yep. Awesome. Now I think Bellator is dropping the ball with you because you're a trained killer. Uh, they put you against a really tough guy last fight in Israel. Uh, this guy from like Dagestan. This one of those guys that like has a has a good record but not great record, but it's hard to look good against. Just a solid dude. Uh, the first round was a little shaky, but then, but then you got yeah. him in the second and third. What, you, what, what happened in that, in that first round? Yeah, I kind of uh, I start off a little slow. I was, I was feeling him out a little bit, uh, but w- once I felt you know his power and felt what he had, I, I felt confident. And then uh, especially once we got to the ground, I I felt good control and uh, yeah, you know it was, it was a feeling out process the first round. And uh, but I, I'm trying to work on pushing the pushing the pace more in the first, you know and. And then going into the second and third as well. Because I got the cardio and whatnot. So, you know, I just got to go out and do it. Would you say you're kind of a slow starter in most of your fights? Or is it like, you know what I mean? Like you say, I know yeah. you, you got some quick victories. But at the same time, like, you know, that feeling out process, you know, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think every fight's a little different. You know, you kind of, you go in there and, and it would be nice if we if we felt the same for for everyone but but sometimes you know for whatever reason it, it's a little different and and this was just one of those cases you know I had a few few times in college where my my coach was like hey we got to figure out how to get you started a little faster and, and mm. whatnot so you know it probably goes back to that a little bit as well but uh but yeah I mean I, I'm fairly young in my fight career still and uh you know I'm still learning you learn every fight and uh yeah, just, well, just talk about really... talk about that. Like, what what specific skills are you working on, like to improve? Because yeah, you are young in the game and you got a, a great wrestling pedigree. But what what specific skills are you working on at this stage in your career? Man, I'm still I'm doing everything. You know, I I love grappling. I got a jujitsu competition coming up here in a nice. in a month. Uh, you know, I really want to stick with with trying to hone my skills and grappling. I, I wrestled through college, but, you know, I believe I can still be a better wrestler and, and all that. So I'm not really, you know, I, I'm not trying to just focus on my striking or, you know, being a wrestler. Uh, I'm trying to just get better at everything still. And uh, so I couldn't really, like, pinpoint one thing. Um, yeah. You know, but of course, yeah, I, I want to get my hands and my, my kicks better and whatnot. But, uh, but at the same time, I don't want to forget all the things that got me here as well. Now, were you a D2 national champion or D3 or? I was the NAI, NAI national champ. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is that? People who like, don't know. Yeah. So, it, you know, as far as everything, go, it goes like junior college, NAIA, division three, division two, division one. Um, kind of the difference with NAIA is they don't have the, uh, the division one or, or whatever, uh, rule set or not rule set but it's easier to get into an nai school so it's kind of for like the the guys who uh <laughs> you know, out of high school yeah, we, yeah, yeah either you know, you know couldn't, uh, <laughs> get the grades in, in division one or, or or stuff like that so um you know i actually i had a full ride scholarship to a d2 school and uh i decided i wanted to go to the school in oregon like last second and uh actually just walked on to the team and and uh, then earned a scholarship. Now, Colby Covington said he beat you in college. Is, is this true? 
Yes, Colby and I wrestled in college. I think I was a freshman. He was a senior. Now, what was the score? Who won that match? I think he won on a major decision. I now, believe. was he was he the same as he was now? Uh, I didn't have much of a you know many interactions with him. He actually the the weekend before that he went into overtime with the guy behind me in the lineup. So going into the the match, I was like. Man, I, I think I beat this guy, you know. I had beaten the guy behind me in the lineup in actual like tournaments and whatever. And so I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there in his in his hometown or at OSU and I'm gonna beat him in front of his home fans. And uh <laughs> he was he was tough, man. He's he's a stud for sure. Now, now obviously, you know, you're you're married to one of the hottest girls, you know, and you know, you're you're an average looking guy. So there are there are <laughs> hey, so there, wow, wow. Come on, thank wait, you. Sorry, I mean, you're, you're a good looking guy. But there are a lot of guys who look like you who would love to be married to Paige Van Zant. What's your like do you have like a top five ways to get a girl like Paige Van Zant? Because you can write a book. Forget fighting. You can write a book how to bang Paige Van Zant. <laughs> I'm telling you, people would buy that yeah. People would buy that book. You know, you know what book I actually want? I want to write a book on and i don't want to put anyone on blast but i want to write a book on the guys who were trying with her that i beat out because if i told you guys some of them you guys absolutely i tell her every day i'm like man you fucked up like you, bro you really roasted but. we named all right names, was it all-star over trying to keep the beats alive was it rashad evans <laughs> uh, no no, I'll tell I'll tell you this. It wasn't uh, it wasn't like MMA guys. It was you know some some singers. Some, Jeremy Piven. Some, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, Ari Shafir. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> right. So so it was all these actors trying to get into Paige Van Zandt. Now, now you have to pay it cool though because you know she's a she's a hot chick and she's a, a lot of guys trying. Now, do you like not make a move? Is is the move to not try to hook up with her for the first four dates? And get her kind of like. I mean, were you immediately trying to get into her Zage Van pants? <laughs> yeah. Man, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I, you know, it, you guys aren't gonna believe it, but I will tell you this: she was a little more aggressive towards me to get, get yep. it going because, I like you guys that. were saying, I was trying to like. Yeah, man, I can't fuck this up. I gotta like be on <laughs> yeah. the absolute best game I got, and. Uh, yeah, so she was a little more aggressive than I was. Wow. So you didn't so she was like like third, fourth date, she's like, take off your pants, let's do this. <laughs> no, 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 no. First date, she snapped them into a front headlock and was like, eat it. Really? Well, yeah, that's, I don't know. that's what I heard. He's, he's saying he's saying yes. That's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. threw up a threw up a triangle and yeah, yeah. exactly. No, I heard that team <laughs> I, I heard triangle. I heard team alpha male like came to your door. It was like the Smurfs surrounded you. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, now, by the way, so you left Team Alpha Male and you took one of their coaches with you, Owen Carr. I I did not leave. Paige left Team Alpha. Oh, Paige Male, left. Yeah. So you're stealing. I, so, you're, so are, are you setting up your own Team Alpha Male in Oregon? Are Are you like <laughs> taking the coaches no, with you? We, we got the opposite. Probably we got all big guys and stuff. Oh, so, got, oh, got it, got it, got it. But uh, yeah. Now Owen Owen was a a good coach for Paige and uh. Yeah, his uh, role with Team Alpha Male kind of fizzled out, and so he he uh, wanted to come and, and do some help and whatnot. Now, I was looking at your Instagram last night, uh, and I'm like, okay, how does this guy train? 
You had the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. You go on the on the you go on the bench press and then go under it. Like what what the what the fuck? What is that? You know what I'm talking about? He does this thing where he's on the bench press and then crawls under Bro, the bench press. Listen, this guy doesn't understand. Wait, that's a real thing. True grappling. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't get, get it. it. Doesn't. He doesn't Wait, what get it. What is that? What I'm, was that? You, I know you went and tried it after you saw me. Of course, it, so I, I failed miserably. It was, it was horrible. I almost, I almost broke my back. Bro, he, <laughs> no, he was doing it on his couch. I don't know how to bench press. Are you crazy? Nah. <laughs> yeah. It was some, uh, it was some, like, it, it started off, I think, Paige did it first, and it started off as, like, a, a fundraiser or whatever for uh, the fires in Australia. Oh, and, now, now I feel and bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, I mean, I didn't go, with, I didn't, I didn't follow the guidelines and I didn't tag the people. I didn't do all this mm. shit, but, uh, but I thought, man, I, I want to try that. I'm going to see, you know, and, and uh, in doing it, I was like, Hey, this is a good workout for a jujitsu or for grappling, yeah, like trying totally. to hang on to somebody and, and move this guy's so. his, his Instagram is so funny because then he has a boxer shorts that he's selling called chubbies. Nice. And he's got a chubby, and he's pointing to his <laughs> wife. His wife's pointing at his dick and going, "Chubbies!" Like I'm like, it's "What?" Brilliant is marketing, bro. I'm like what? Brilliant is- marketing. I'm like, yeah, gotta get me yeah, a pair. Yeah. Yeah. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. So you got a fight coming? All right. So you just signed a contract. Do you have a, any kind of? Because I feel like they're not marketing you. Because you're like, I, I think you get lumped a little bit as being like Mr. Van Zant, but you're a monster of a fighter, and I mean, you're a great fighter. Uh, you got all the tools. I mean, the one fight in the contender, there's, I think they dropped the ball. He gets He's fighting a Team Alpha Male guy. Paige left Team Alpha Male. She's now in his corner. Yeah. There's all that backstory. This, he's fighting a monster. He drops him in the first. He's almost out. He comes back and fucks the guy up in the second nice, and yeah. doesn't get a contract. Yeah, yeah that's, hey, Talk about that. Like, I want to ask you, well, why didn't they give you a contract? Like, Was there any – I mean, who the hell is managing you and, and what – you know what I mean? I mean, I'm yeah. sure you're happy now, but at the same time, kind of feels like a snub, does it not? Yeah, yeah. But like you said, I'm I'm super happy right now. I'm, I'm pumped where I'm at and uh, the way my career is progressing. But uh, you know, anytime you get you get snubbed or denied on something, you know, it kind of lights a little fire behind you. And you know, no no ill will, but I I guess I just wasn't what they were looking for. That it was just a money and, thing. They were like they trying to lowball you. Is that what happened? Man, I, I have no idea. I, yeah, <laughs> All right, play I, the fighter know, card. All right, I'll, I, I I'll call your to, manager. Yeah, yeah I talked to uh, – Bisping was calling the fight. I talked to him after. You know, he had some cool words and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought I was probably going to get a contract, but I didn't. And uh, It was so yeah, dumb because he, he's – He's such a nice guy. He's from Alaska. It's a problem. He's from Alaska. Oh, yeah. So he's got this happy-go-lucky yeah. thing going. Like, he ain't got and, much and, and, and his nickname is The Gentleman. Oh. I'm like, you got to think of a better nickname than that, right? No, no. That's a, that's a tight nickname, bro. Really? The yeah, Gentleman? Yeah, if you're fucking yourself, yeah. yeah, for sure. Fucking Gentleman. Really? Yeah, yes. All right. He's pretty gentle. You're Look mayhem. Yeah, well, you know, I'm me. By the way, you. he was so excited to have you on the podcast. Well, I can see that smile busting out his face. Hey, I... I truly was, man. I'm really I'm pumped to, to talk to you and meet you, man. Bro, sure. likewise, bro. I'm a big, I'm a big yeah. fan, bro. I'm stoked that you're here, man. Uh, uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's a awesome. Did you watch the Bellator fights last week? I did. Yeah. What did you think? The cyborg fight or uh, yeah. what, what was the undercard? Uh, you know, man, I wa- Yeah, I watched all of. I watched all the prelims. I watched the the main. Paige and I usually watch. Uh, the fights every weekend so, or whatever, you know, any 
I, we're going to we're going to watch some teammates over in Lincoln City on the coast uh, this coming weekend, and so we we watch a lot of fights. Uh, yeah, I thought the card was stacked. I uh, man, Aaron Pico, he's good, man. I he he got off to a rough start. He had some tough competition, but uh, he's he's a real deal, I think. Now you so. called out Dylan Dennis, right? I called out Dylan Dennis. Did you? Or do you want to fight Dylan? So. Oh, I don't you, believe so. Do you want to do it now? Do you want to fight Dylan Dennis? He said <laughs> yeah, he wants to fight Dylan you. Dan if Dylan, Dylan Dennis wants to fight me? No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making this up. But I think it would be, oh, be a great fight. I think it would be a great fight because he's, he's got a hot I girlfriend. Too. I don't know why. He, he's got a hot girlfriend. You've got a hot no. wife. you got like the winner take all. Um, <laughs> no. Now, is, is Paige with you in the car right now? No, her dog is. Well, our dog. <laughs> That's even better, bro. <laughs> she, she's, doing the gro she's doing the grocery shopping. I said I got to go out and take this call. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, now before you started dating Paige, you had like one tattoo. Now you have an eye here. You're all tatted up <laughs> everywhere. You have like yeah. your – I mean, is this her doing or is this your doing? So, you know what? I, I got my first tattoo when I was 14. My dad signed off. I'll tell you a quick little funny story. My mom got a boob job. My my parents are split up, right? My mom went and got a boob job. I had wanted to get a tattoo. I said, hey, dad, this is the perfect time. If mom gives me shit about it, I'm going to say this, you know? <laughs> I'm a 14-year-old kid. I, I was a little out of line, you know? And, and uh, But I thought, hey, it's the easy, the fact that all this, it didn't work out. I got in trouble. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I got my first tattoo when I was 14. I just didn't really have the money to do it, you know, before I started. That's so funny. So it was funny because I during his fights, I said, uh, Paige promised him anal if he wins. Last time he couldn't sit for two weeks, right? Uh, and, then, and then Paige writes under it, I couldn't sit for two weeks. And cool. I was like, that's... Man, y'all some freaks. I that's love a, it. That's a, that's a cool yeah. wife right there. Yeah. Right. But you know yeah. what she was doing for a while, Mayhem? What? She was taking his his Twitter page and being like, hey, UFC, sign, sign Paige Van Zandt's man. He's, <laughs> he's, and it was like, he's this, he's that. And I'm like, well, who the fuck calls themselves Paige Van Zandt's man? And it turned out she was taking his phone and doing all that. Yeah. Can you believe gonna... that there's actually people out there too that thought I was writing all that shit, <laughs> giving me shit about it. I'm like, what are you guys? The it old was... Ari Tapir method. I was hacked. It, it, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, fuck. It, it, yeah, no, I'm I'm so happy because you guys are a really cute couple, and I I've, and you guys seem very happy. Like I've hung out with you a little bit, and you guys seem genuinely happy for each other, which is yeah, which is which is nice. Sure. Yep. Uh, are you are you still training with uh with, with Chael? Uh, you know, I want Chael to get in, but he hasn't. He he's been on the road and traveling so much. So I I just was talking to him yesterday. So hopefully he uh wants to get in and. And uh, roll around and stuff. Now, what happened? You guys were, you guys had, uh, what was that uh, place you used to train over in uh, uh, Dan Henderson? It was, uh, yeah, Team Quest. It was Team Quest Portland. And then you yeah. guys had a mass exodus and became American Top Team Portland? Yeah, so there was, uh, th there was another stop between that, though. We were Gracie Baja, and it was, it was mainly just a jujitsu. Uh, school you know we were under that affiliation and uh and then we moved on to uh, american top team here in like the last six months or whatever now is, is it, is it the uh, same coaches though yeah all the same coaches you know <laughs> they, it's all been the same it's uh it, it was 
What are y'all I, doing? It, Tax fraud? It all came down to, <laughs> it all came down to Gracie Baja, like, you know, they were the, the affiliate, so they got to determine, like, what the match schedule was, all that shit. We wanted to be known more of an MMA school and not a jiu Man, is that, is, that, is that normal? <laughs> Bro, yeah. No, that sounds about right. Really? But, hey, but is it, affi- is it affiliated with American Top Team over there in, in uh, Florida? Yeah, yeah. They Actually, all of our coaches just spent all last week uh, down in Florida. So they're all back out this week. So just spent the week taking everyone's brains. And I, mm. our head coach, Fabiano, is uh, good friends with Dan Lambert and, and all that. So Now, are you the best guy at the gym, though? Are you the best guy at the gym? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> humble we got asshole. Good, Just say yes. <laughs> hey, we got Ed Herman. We got oh. some good guys, man. Okay, so, so you got uh, some veterans in there. I get it. Yeah, yeah, which is cool for me. You know, I get to learn from like, dude. I I start off and I, I'm training with Dale, Ed Herman, Mike Pierce, Rick Story, and and these. So I'm getting to learn a lot from uh, those guys to start my career off and and uh, all that. And we we're bringing guys in too. Uh, we get guys coming in all the time and. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a cool situation. Because you don't want to be the best guy at the gym, right? You want to be like the – 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, you listen – You can't be uh, the hammer all the time. You got to be the nail every once in a while. Right, right. Well, listen, speaking of nailing, so Paige Van Zandt, um, no, kidding. Listen, no, I'm, I'm super happy for you, man. Uh, you're a great guy. You're such a nice guy. And a lot of times before I tweet these fucked up things, like like I said, like I know. Uh, Bellator canceled the event, so they're going to uh, instead refund everyone by smelling his finger. Um, oh, and like, yeah. But I'll... I love I'll, how you memorize all these, too. This is so He's good. a fucking comedian, bro. I mean, he's not like Theo <laughs> Vaughn, but he's still a comedian. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not but I, I will text him the joke before I, I tweet it. I'm like, hey, is this okay? Bro, I and get then, I get to like just if everyone wants to know, like the bar that Adam sets is if he texts me a, a really offensive joke and I say it's okay. <laughs> so mayhem is his censor, just so everyone yeah, yeah, knows. Yeah, which is, which is yeah. great. That's the standard. Which yeah. is great, man. Well, listen, uh, I'm I'm super happy for you, man. Big fan. Keep up the great work, Austin. Hey, you guys too. I love love you guys. You guys are awesome. You're fun to fun to listen to. And uh, mayhem, cool to get to talk to you. Fuck yeah, bro. We'll be watching your career, here. bro. We'll be watching your career with a microscope, man. We can't wait to see your next fight. Hell yeah, right on. Take care, Austin. All right, guys. Later. Peace, that awesome. bro. That's a likable asshole. No wonder Paige <laughs> fucked him. <laughs> No. <laughs> like, right? Why is he an asshole? You know, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, a he's fighter. A, yeah, so he's, a, he's a good he's dude. Gotta be a little bit of asshole. We gotta yeah. hurt somebody. He's a good dude. But yeah, he, he seems like a real likable guy. I wish him success, you know. And he's got a cool fighting style. His career, you know, it should be rocket ship. You know, not, Bellator needs to jump on that. Really, <laughs> so but like, maybe like you know, he's in a weird spot because his old lady is a big star over there. But she might be going to Bellator. I feel oh, like really? well they gave her a fight. What was that last fight that I she think did? she has one last fight in her contract. Oh wow. And she was supposed to fight in Brazil against like a girl that I've never heard of and she she just backed out of it. I think she got injured or something mm-hmm. and I think they're mad about it. Hmm. Um so I don't know. But I Yeah, but they're not going to cut her. But they're she's making keep, but she's making more money on Instagram right now and oh, really? she's making more money being she's like got millions of followers. Yeah, she's getting more money on Instagram than she is fighting. So she was on Dancing with the Stars. I feel oh, like they right, like yeah. they're not 
it's just kind of weird. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's interesting with they because it's like they don't. I think she'd be a big star over in Bellator, um, and they might market her better than the UFC. I thought like the UFC was really in on her first, and then when she lost to the Karate Hottie, they kind of like got a little bit. You know, um, they yeah, but the Karate Hottie's nothing to sneeze at. She's awesome. Like, no, totally, so totally. Not, no, and she's beaten uh, a lot. Of, I mean, she's beaten a lot of girls, but she lost to. I think she lost to Jess. Jess. But she beat. I mean, she she came out like a fucking guns a blazing. Beat Felice Herrig, beat a lot of really good girls. And the then, women's division is like that, though, right? Because like you you know what I mean. There's a big like in the men's division, it's similar. Where okay, uh, what happens is is that you get a I won't say one dimensional, but somebody who's like very strong at a certain set of techniques. And then they can roll through a certain subset of the competition. But then when they meet somebody who, ha- who has a style matchup that uh, isn't complimentary, suddenly they just look like nobody. Yeah. You know, and like we all, no, the collective fans go, oh, they were never that good. But the reality was like Ronda, like so good at a certain bunch of stuff that when she runs into something that's not that. All of a sudden, well, I think it's even worse in some ways with the UFC because they seem to like they got a guy like Sean O'Malley. I don't know if you know this guy. This guy looks like Mm. Screech, like from Saved by the Bell. I love, but with like tattoos everywhere. But he's so good at like on the stand up that they were almost not putting him up against wrestlers. Let's say Northcutt is a fucking perfect example of like, no, that's you know, but that's the UFC's game plan usually is that it's more, it's always been more centric. And that's why this guy didn't get inside, I guarantee you, because he's more grappler centric. Yeah. So anytime you have more stand up centric, that's what they want. In their opinion, that's what sells tickets, you know. I know. I and I, you know what? I can't really argue with it, but there's never because because it's no, but there's never been and we can't really see because yeah, even it, Bellator kind of does but that's that. why I like the PFL because it doesn't matter yeah. you're, you're fighting whoever I mean imagine like the NBA only put like the NBA didn't like the Spurs because they're defense oriented so they could never win the championship mm-hmm. but but the Lakers who score 180 points a game get to be in the champ every week no you have to the best fighter put them in whether whether it's Mike Pierce or, like, well I know or, but they have so many fights to fill you know what I mean and so many cards but to I don't fill. I think that, I don't think that they should go okay this guy's marketable he's a great striker let's not put him up against wrestlers for a while cuz it just seems like it's you're kind of I know my emotions. Yeah, but oh man, you, it's like, entertainment. I get it, but I, 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 I'm for less of entertainment, more of sport. And yeah, well, that doesn't work. Well, they, well, look at you. I mean, your fights were entertaining, but the entertaining also was your fucking coming out to the cage. Yeah, yeah. Your bully beatdown. Yeah, but you weren't like uh, Anderson Silva in yeah. there. No offense. I mean, no, you no, were great. Fine, yeah. But. Let Chael Sonnen was not was entertaining all out of it. In there, he was he would have been the average Joe Grappler a lot of. I mean, he he was a great fighter, but yeah. he wasn't like you know, world beater. Rampage yeah. Jackson. I, know, I get it. Yeah. No, no, not a world beater. He wasn't knocking people out in dynamic fashion. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. So let the entertainment factor go out of the octagon. In the octagon, just if you have the best fighter win. But then you're just going to have the most boring fights all the time, and there's never going to be. You know what I mean? There's but boring never to who? I mean, GSP some... wasn't a wasn't a most exciting fighter, but people liked him. I yeah. mean, his fights are pretty boring if you come down to it. I mean, to a lot of people, not to me, because I love wrestling. But to a lot of people, like, oh, you know, I, I want to, well, you know. But then you get not everyone could be MVP. Mm-hmm. I want to see the best fighter. I don't give a fuck how they do it. I mean, to me, some people I know, hate but the way look, Ryan... Eventually, you get to that, right? In the championship fights, you get to that. But in the meantime, they got to fill up the cards with something that people are not... Like, the casual fan. You forget it. Like, not everyone is as hardcore as you. Yeah, but... Like, there, there's a lot of casuals 
that don't give a shit. But then they you get like, guys like Colby Covington who realize I'm never going to get a push yeah. if I don't become the most absurd uh, like yeah, yeah. right-wing fucking guy. And, and what's wrong with that? We, we talk it, about him all the time. We it's, love that it, guy. It, it is, it's funny because it's Colby and yada yada, but then you're forcing people sometimes to become things that they aren't, and then you, it just, I don't know. No one, I just, forced, no one put a gun in his head no, but be, I just be like, a Trump supporter. I understand what you're saying. I just like the guy who the best fighter is to, 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 to rise to the top. I don't think you do. I don't think you know what you want. I don't think you know what you like. Sound like my wife. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. All right. What are we talking about? Fucking <laughs> Bellator. Uh, well, first, uh, Chiesa. I'm ha- God, Michael Chiesa. I'm happy for him. He's yeah. almost, I mean, he's, he's a solid fighter. He called out Colby Covington. I don't see the upside for Colby here because mm. yeah. Chiesa's a grinder. Um, if Colby wins, first of all, it's, it's weird that a guy calls out a guy who lost, too. I know, yeah. That's that also a, a little strange. Yeah. But I, well, I mean, this is the climate we're in. You know, that, again, like, like you just said, uh, Colby brought in that entertainment factor. And now everybody knows his name, loves this guy, or hates this guy, and, but wants to see him fight. This guy calls him out because he knows that's a money fight. You know what I mean? That that will make him the most money in the division, and he doesn't got to fight Usman. Who's it's also a, a good. Beast. It's also a good fight. Yeah, I, I don't know who do you think wins that fight, Kiesa or Colby. I, I don't know. You know, Colby come, coming off an injury is going to be like a while till he gets back to top form. You know what I mean? And and a fight like that, it, it takes a lot out of you. So it's going to be a while. I, I, it's interesting. I don't even know when Colby's going to fight. I don't know why we're even talking about that. <laughs> Because, because he, dude, because he called him out. I know. That's interesting. Uh, Sarah McMahon, happy for her. She yeah. got that win. For me, that win against Lita Landsberg uh, was not a very exciting. No. F- but that was like a, uh, the equivalent of like a slump buster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is basically when you're in a, a drought you, you and you have sex with chick? a girl. Not an ugly chick, but a chick that Come you wouldn't. On, a slam pick. got to bust that nut. You gotta I didn't watch that, that fight. What happened? She just held her down for three rounds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Uh, that's exactly what happened. And But it, that you needed that win. Right. I, I'm all about getting that win. Get get out of that lose because she lost like two so in a row. Let's review. He likes boring fights with, uh, you know what I mean. Just getting yeah. a win. Look, I was he a wants to see the best look, fighters, look, but I, I he doesn't wrestling. mind I'm, women hugging for three rounds. I don't mind. All right. I don't. I like Ryan Hall the way he fights because you can't figure that dude out. I like when you people bring something different, but I I also like I don't mind watching. Fucking guys just hold each other down for three. If you win the fight, I don't mind it. I know you fucking fuck you guys. That's what I like to watch. Okay, I like to see the best guy win. I don't care how the fuck he wins. Win the fight. That's all I want to see. All right. Yeah. Uh, Brilliant. I agree. Um, there is still more than a week out before the big game, but you can still get in on a ton of wagering action. Right? How long will the national anthem go? Huh? We all want to know that. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? There was one a couple years ago. How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the game even starts. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code CLNS50 to revive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, BetOnline. Check it out, people. Go there now because it's the big game is coming up and you can win some money. Check it out. Let's talk about Bellator. So AJ Agazarm, you watch that guy? Yeah. He showed me a lot because he's a guy that's like basically Nick Diaz's best friend. That's mm. his, he was a wrestler. Oh, I didn't that. He wrestled for Ohio State, but I don't think he started. I wrestled a couple matches. He's a really good grappler. He beat Phil Baroni, but he also I think won like. Uh, like he, he placed in the Abu Dhabi. He won some kind of champion. I'm not, I don't know the BJJ thing, yeah, but he's yeah. whatever. He looked terrible in the first round. Mm-hmm. You, you, like, 
I mean, maybe we could watch some of it. He looked like almost like he didn't belong there in the first round. But then, and then he got whooped in the second, and he was running away mm-hmm. to the point where he was running away in the second. People were came back and took the guy and won. Uh, uh, watch some of this, man. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that, like, basically, uh, and he, he talks a lot of shit, this guy, but I've hung out with him. Real sweet guy. Like, you would not. Oh, really? Why are you always calling fighters sweet? Like, nice you're person. Like, all right. Uh, uh, you're always. All right, so this, this is the first round. So this is round two. This is round two. Uh, this is round two. This is where he, he gets hurt, right? So tell me if you think, obviously, in hindsight, he, he, like, did the right. So hands are down, like the Diaz brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's their casual style. Are we going to get kicked off YouTube? No, no, because it's Bellator. They, 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 don't, they don't care. To, they don't seem to know we're doing this. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I'm tired of this, like, uh, you know, copyright claim. Yeah, but so here. So how, how hurt Not is right. he right here? Nah, I mean, he looked like he was trying to pull guard, to be honest. That didn't look like he was. He got tagged for sure, but it wasn't like, um, I don't know. You know, you have to ask him. He is getting slobber knocked right now. Uh, so, I mean, isn't he... Man, so, that, this is about damn as sloppy as you can get. At that point, I mean, I saw my uncles do the same exact move. <laughs> maybe he's not used to being punched in the face because he has that solid jujitsu background. So maybe he's not used to this. Yeah, he's really—you can tell—he's like kind of got tunnel vision, like I was talking about, trying to get a grappling. But, you know. but is he, oh, now is he go. doing the right thing here? Well, yeah, I mean, not, I mean, not the getting his ass whooped part, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he was making the best out of a bad situation. Got no, armbarred, but yeah, he really like was not on top of his game in his second round. Uh, I'll tell you what, but it looks like his strategy is to wear this guy out by getting his ass kicked by him. And you then, think that was his actual listen, strategy? Listen, that was, strategy works. I, I've used it multiple times. Like, as, <laughs> if, if you could, uh, if you could just get your ass whooped for like a, a round or two, and then like the guy is tired and you're not. So what is he doing here? Because so this, this is like a Kimura transition. Like he's he used the Kimura. See how he's like, he's got three different paths. He could do an armbar. He can do a Kimura, or he can get on his back here. So this is like a very like this is a good strategy, and he can even sweep him over. This is like a strange position in grappling when you get your arms locked into a Kimura like this, where now, even though you look like an idiot with your ass in the air, (laughs) like you have a lot of different ways to go from here. Like he could jump onto his back from here. He could straighten out his arm for arm bar. He can uh, get the arm popped out to the back for a Kimura. So it's a a goofy looking position, but man, it's very dangerous for this guy. And, And his head's clear, you think? Yeah, what do you mean? I think he probably is shaking it off right now. But see this? He can even transition to a triangle. No, I've never been in this position, like, so where you've been rock like this. And and now, at this point, you're 100%. You know exactly what's going on. No, no. Look, man, you ain't going to be 100% for, like, six weeks. But, like, (laughs) but you know what I mean? It'll take some time for your brain to heal up from that. But the reality is your adrenaline's kicked in. And then, like, you can shake off a nice, you know what I mean? Even getting dinked like that. You can shake it off and look, look what he's doing. And this he's other just, guy's thinking, like, what the hell just happened? Well, yeah, I mean, the other guy put a, a bunch of, uh, you know, like hit points into into all that punching. You know, like there was a crazy scramble at the beginning of this round, and look, now he's just, uh, you know, he's recovered fully, and now he's on his back, just giving him the business. Yeah. Yeah, it's right, one so of those things I, in a fight. I, I, so I think he submits him in like the third round. Oh, uh, really? Okay, yeah, the okay. next round he submits him. Yeah, I didn't see this. Uh, I thought I saw this. It was one. on the undercard. Okay. Bellator does like the worst job letting you know. You have to go to Bellator.com on their app. I don't know what the fuck, man. Look, you have to go to I'm interested. I'm interested in politics, right? But yeah. guess what? The algorithm only shows me 
MMA. I'm not allowed to like politics. I'm not allowed to like anything that Google doesn't tell me to like. I'm not allowed to like so anything here, that YouTube doesn't so this is tell third me to round, like. He come, the guy takes a bad shot, which is not where you want to be against this guy. And then he ends up uh, yeah. tapping him right here. Yeah. See, this is about, like I said, the strategy of getting your ass whooped sometimes works. Because, you know, he, of course. Uh, who does it, who did it work with you against? Uh, fuck, who named someone? Uh, Lawler, for sure. Uh, Tim Kennedy uh, on the first one. And then, uh, well, who else? I don't know, fucking everybody. <laughs> I, I, I took so many beatings in my career and just survived and then would come back and win. All like, right. I, was, I did it a few times. All right, the next fight, uh, the Aaron Pico fight. Um, so this guy, Aaron Pico. Did you just give him a noogie? Is that another noogie in MMA? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. So Aaron, so then, so this guy, Aaron Pico, they were typing him, hyping him as the next big thing. He ends up losing a bunch of fights, winning, you know, he's almost like he's a great boxer, great wrestler, but can't seem to put it together. Now he's with Greg Jackson, and this is the best he's looked. Now he hit him, uh, if we go to the knockout, if this was a, he hit him in the side of the neck and knocked the guy out. Yeah, that happens, yeah. The, I really, I, I I see that happen with like Masvidal uh, when he hit Ben Askren, sort of like that. I mean, time. you never look back in the day. We would be trying to karate chop. I'm surprised nobody. Right here, has... So watch. So look here. So yeah. you see, like, right... touched his jaw though, right? No, it, it, they have it in slow motion. Well, look, that, what I've I've seen this in traditional martial arts where a guy uses a technique like uh, uh, yeah. a kind of a karate chop to neck, and I guess the theory behind it is it because you're you're. Your carotid artery gets shut off right there. Your brain like shuts off. To, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's no blood going to it. So your brain like turns off for a second to like, you know, save you. I, I don't know exactly. Have, have you ever hit somebody in the neck like yeah. that? Yeah. And, and shut them off? Fight. Yeah. And it's when? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't know. Oh, so seven years ago. <laughs> oh, all right. So then, all right. Raymond Daniels. See this guy? So this they're, they're, this is like a guy who's like huge in the Muay Thai world. Yeah, like, yeah. Like world champion, oh, I guess. Yeah. I don't know much about Muay Thai as far as like the – I don't watch it as much as I should. I, 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 I'm I doing it now, so I'm respecting it a lot more than I used to because I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, Raymond Daniels was uh, – hey, back in the day, like I remember his kickboxing fights were epic. So, okay, so – how would you fight a guy like this, Mayhem? Because I'm, I'm watching his fights, and obviously, like, you're going to say, okay, well, go for a double leg, go for a, you know, close the distance, yada, yada. But the things Sweep he's, single. The thing, Low single, baby. The things he's doing in this fight, I'm just like, like, look at how quick this guy is. Yeah, yeah. This, this sideways stance like this oh, is very difficult to overcome for a lot of guys. If you don't have, like, the tools, and obviously this guy didn't, Jason King just couldn't figure it out. But, I mean, it's very difficult because of how he's st uh, stood sideways and these, like, karate-type punches. Yeah. Yeah, it's really difficult to to find a— So um, there he's okay, right? So he wants to close it, and then what? And then just grind him up like Randy Couture style? Well, yeah. I mean, look, lose uh, some Greco-Roman techniques, right? Uh, underhook, uh, uh, some dirty boxing, and get your hips close. Right here, this strategy is terrible because— <laughs> No, his hips are away from his hips. The weird thing you got to do when you're on the cage like this is is dig your hips into his hips. And it's counterintuitive because, you know, you don't want to touch tips. But at the, same, <laughs> at the same time, like, that's the best thing to work. Like, that's, that's the way to keep him on the fence. If you keep your hips away from his hips, you give a lot of play for the guy to move out 
to left side or right. So you want to have your forehead yeah. under his chin? Kind yeah, of? yeah. And you got you want you know you want to squeeze your is that a is that a swastika in the in the in no, the where in the in the, in in the, the, cage? the seats? No, yeah. I don't think oh, so. Oh, my bad. Well. All right, so, okay, so he hits him low. That's what. That's like one strategy. Yeah. All right, all right fast forward a little bit more. So here, I mean, I want to see him versus that MVP. Obviously, he's not there yet, you know? Yeah, I, it would be interesting to see these two guys, like, oh, kung fu and around. One, the, uh, and then he lets him up. That's a good fight IQ right there. It, hmm. And then what? <laughs> <laughs> but, so the guy. Yeah, this, this is, uh, yeah, this is kind of interesting to see, like, this karate style, like, you know what I mean? In the cage, like we we haven't seen. Now he it. bows to him. Yeah, I mean he's like. Oh my god. Yeah, this is a. Yeah, this is a damn bloodbath. And the guy's wife won the fight before. Uh, the guy King's wife. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, she she. So it seems like. All right, so he, he lets him up. Wow, this is a bizarre thing. This is just <laughs> this is classic, weird. Classic Bellator. <laughs> Why? It's just bizarre. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like King just didn't have like oh, an he, answer for it. He this. goes here for a knee bar. Well, okay. Well, that, there you go. That's but, better than nothing. But I mean, right now he's damn getting slobbered. Is he off. is he close to finishing the knee bar here? Nah. I mean, at this stage, this isn't a knee bar. This is like kind of a heel hook. A heel hook? Yeah, type. Like yeah, I don't know. There's nothing there yet. And instead, you know, really, there's a terrible strategy. Like the king, why the hell would you punch like that when you got this guy's leg separated? You know that this is probably not the smartest thing to do. Yeah, the fight's over. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. You know, this guy is older, Raymond Daniels, so it'll be interesting to see how many fights he got left in him and and who he. So will you're go fighting Raymond Daniels. Later. What do you do? Oh, I mean, not that. <laughs> but what would you? You're, you're, you're coaching a guy to fight Raymond Daniels. Uh, yeah. Well, look, all right. Tight defense, right? T- you're going to take some shots for sure. But, you know, this pushing to the fence, we've already seen right there in that fight that this guy is susceptible to getting pushed to the fence, right? And then, but once you're there, you got to make it count. Got to get him down, first of all, because, it, I mean, from the little grappling I saw in that fight, didn't look like he was really new. You know what I mean? He didn't transition from anything. He was in a, a leg a leg lock, and the only reason he didn't get leg locked was because the guy started punching from the bottom, which is not a good strategy. You know, if you want to grapple, grapple, you know? So the strategy would be to push this guy against the fence, take him down, and then work on him. Once he's worn out, it's going to be harder for him to jump around like that. There's no way that, like, that he can do that for three rounds if you're grinded on him. Now, of course, you're going to take some shots so defense will be key to prepare for. You have to t- hands up high style, take shots, but every time that he's taking a shot, you're moving forward, you know? Counter punch, counter punch with these because the this jumping around style, I I've I've trained with guys with this type of karate background and really you just fight them around the edges. You got to keep keep them on the fence. And if you let them go, okay, I mean if they get away, okay, cool. Reset, hands up again. Get pump your jab out there, you know. Front kick too works because, yeah, his kicks are better than most, you know, most anybody. But with hands high and a front kick, now you're forcing him to start to either fight at range or you close the distance. Yeah, so grappling would be the key to beat that guy. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Joe Rogan and Stephen Smith. Stephen nah. A. Smith. So Stephen A. Smith. Look, man, I feel like we're just slapping people at the old folks' retirement. So, but now home. Stephen A. Smith basically made a, a thing about Joe Rogan. So 
Wait, keep... let's listen. I, I didn't hear this. I heard about it, but All I didn't right, hear so it. All right, so he said in the beginning, Donald Carrasco, Cowboy showed me nothing. I could have done better. Uh, basically, I've had better fights in, in the last week, and I'm not a fighter. And, you know, saying we, we learned nothing Bro. about Conor McGregor. Then, then on Rogan's podcast, Rogan says, Stephen A. Smith, look, this is different than other sports where you could just like, kind of be like the loud guy. And, you know, this is not football and basketball. Yeah. It's MMA. People are, you know, you can't discredit what – you know, Cowboys, the guy had a broken nose, and his eye was fucked up. And Wait, just, let me hear what this guy says. I don't okay. respect I don't to Joe Rogan. Nothing but respect for the man and the tremendous work that he has done and will continue to do uh, throughout the years and for years to come. But you're wrong on this one, my man. Me, Stephen A. Smith, Is he me taking a being dump right now? at the Conor McGregor fight against Cowboy Cerrone, saying what I said, that he didn't show us much in 40 seconds, that warrants, it's not good for the sport. It's not good for me. It's not good for ESPN. First of all, as it pertains to ESPN, check the numbers. Yeah, but that was the not because of you. subscribers to ESPN plus the level of attention that it got, the traffic that it generated in digital and beyond. Check the numbers, number not one. Not because of Stephen A. Smith. That's not just because of me. That's because of you. Because of Ario. Because of Chell. Because of Michael Bisbing. Because of everybody else associated with it. <laughs> Check the numbers, and number one. Cowboys not good Cerrone. for the sport. I think that's good for the sport. I certainly don't claim to be the aficionado you are or anybody else covering this sport, but excuse me, I have been a reporter for 25 years. I have covered sports on a variety of competitive levels regardless of what the sport is. That includes boxing and the UFC. Which is not a sport, UFC. And I don't give a MMA. damn if I did it. It don't take much to look at three shoulder shots to the nose that Conor McGregor gave Cowboy Cerrone, watching him fold inside of 20 seconds, knowing that he only got one strike off. And oh, by the way, that was blocked by Conor. It doesn't take much to look at the fight and say, excuse me, I didn't see enough to convince me that Conor in a rematch, in a rematch against the Mega Metal, that wouldn't cut it. Or in a fight against Masvidal, that wouldn't cut it. Because that's what you judge greatness by. It's not just the fight that they're in, it's who they're about to go against. What are we talking about here? We're talking about Conor McGregor against one of those two guys potentially next. So you look at him and you say, excuse me, did I see enough? After such a long layoff, losing an Omega Medoff, and before that an exhibition boxing match against Floyd Money Mayweather. Did you see enough? Hell no, we didn't see enough. Nothing wrong with that. I stated that that night. All right. And I stated this. again. I'll this is the worst slam poetry <laughs> I ever heard. Like, what the fuck? None of that even yeah. so <laughs> Wow. That was fucking garbage. That, that dude is dumb as an onion. No, he's not dumb. He's not dumb. I mean, no, what I mean is, like, I don't even know what he was angry about. He's angry that Rogan said. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really. He didn't really. He didn't respond to anything. No, he just that's was true. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah. And, and what? And are we going to get kicked off because fucking we're going to No, no, we, we, can, we, can, we can play some of Rogan. We can quote Rogan? Go yeah. ahead. Quote Rogan. Uh, I looked at your Instagram yesterday, and you had that so, video of Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> now, look at Stephen Sparring. They have a sparring like, doing, uh, oh, hitting the mitts, right? My and, I know. This, this it was, explains it, so much. Play this. Play, uh, play this, Jamie. Watch this. Watch this. First of all, <laughs> someone needs like to explain me what's happening here. Yeah. He's punching the testicles. It's like if Dotson and Stephen Struve attack you. Yeah. No idea, man. This guy should not be allowed to talk about fighting. Yeah, look, um, 
just I'm gonna cut what? a little bit of slack. Only um, I seriously, Bruh. I we had this. Here's the thing with Strike Force, we had kind of a similar situation, not like this though, by the way, with Gus Johnson. I remember. Gus All right. was trying to yeah. talk to him. And well, I, I don't, I can't hear this guy. So, I, yo, what the fuck? Like, okay, so everybody's mad at Steven Smith because he said that, that Conor all, McGregor's not the. Get first of it. all, the ESPN app, like, look, the la, the Conor McGregor fight. I don't know. They just butt fucked you to make you buy the ESPN. Uh, First of all, get mad at ESPN for putting him in charge. It's not Stephen Smith doing the best job he can. Wait, time out. It's he's not, in charge? No, I'm saying oh. whoever whoever hired Stephen A. Smith is the guy to get mad at. Okay, if you want to get mad at someone, he's just doing the job that he's that he's known for. Um, and he's a he's a shit talker. That's what he does. He's a he's a, he he provokes people. There are be- Rogan's no, who right. Who is he? There he are does the- there are pieces basketball and football. He's no, a personality. Know, yeah. There there are much better people that they can get. And he's wrong. People are not tuning into ESPN to watch Stephen A. Smith. I, that was weird They're when he rattled in, off the broadcast. Tuning in to watch like Conor we, McGregor yeah. fight. And it doesn't matter if it was Dominic Cruz commenting or if it was Mike Goldberg commenting or if it was whoever was commenting. You wanted to watch McGregor versus mm. Cerrone. You didn't, I know. Stephen A. Smith was just there. That was a weird yeah. No one's tuning in. Now, if it was the Stephen A. Smith MMA show, you could say, oh, I'm tuning in to watch that. But, but yeah, so at the same time, I understand what Rogan's saying, and I understand, and I kind of understand. And like, look, Wait, what is Rogan it was, saying? Rogan, all I saw him was laughing at. Rogan his, was saying that like man. there are better guys that they could hire. Yeah, and this is different. It's a different. But kind I of thought story. his job, Stephen A. Smith's job, is just like, hello, welcome to the fight night. No, no, he is his he's person. Doing, he not, but he's not end, a color con, he's not No, a he's doing a recap at the end, though. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. So his job is to read the fucking prompter and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But look, it's a lot better than when they hired Snoop Dogg. That was offensive. Because yeah. Snoop Dogg, uh, they hired him to do a uh, commentary on the Contender series. And he was like, bitch, you got knocked the fuck out. Or like, hit him, bitch. Or what you And that was a little bit, like, disrespectful. I mean, that's well, something. Duh. No, no. If, if but was, this is another. This is very similar in a way. It's like somebody who doesn't know the culture jumping in you know what i mean if you don't realize like look yeah on the on the surface right we're a bunch of trump loving uh tattooed assholes that watch mma yeah okay on the surface but you dig a little deeper and you realize like look man we're we're warriors like it's like a uh warrior culture and we have respect you know you don't fucking uh you don't like it's bad form to like talk shit about someone that just got knocked the of fuck course, out because course. you know what? It could be you next time, you know, it, it, and you, you're, you're humbled. But if you, ne- if you, if you play helmet sports, you know, or if, you, right, yeah. if you're, you know what I mean? Play kinda, ball sports, exactly what Rogan it's said. different because the aggression is off the ball, off, off the person. And the aggression is into scoring a it's goal. exactly what Rogan's oh, saying. He did? It's exactly what he's saying. And oh, I, and that's exactly like to the T. But um, and, and I think that because Rogan understands it, and so do you. I mean, you've, yeah. you've been in there, and Rogan's been involved enough. However, that being said, what Stephen A. said, I didn't really find that disrespectful. You know, it, it wasn't like I, I don't. It, yeah, I don't catch the disrespect. It was. It what was the thing that everyone jumped on? He was like, was man, just, I cowboy, thought we were about to hear it like, right there. He, it was. It was cowboy sucks. It was basically whatever. not sucks, but yeah, it was like, man, I've had better fights in the last week than Cowboy Cerrone. It was like stuff like that. But who is wife? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. You're like, no, you haven't. I know. Yeah. But at the same time, that wasn't 
If you listen to what Snoop Dogg was doing, you'd be like, this is way better yeah. than what Snoop Dogg was doing. It's a whole cringy. world of Ari Shafir's out there. All right. Hey, so speaking of which, before we go, Phoenix Jones, right? You know that guy? Yeah. So he's a guy that was in the PFL. No, WSOF. Yeah. That was a crime fighter. He dressed yeah. up as a crime fighter. I don't know him as a fighter. I just know him as a crime fighter. All right. So yeah. he was going around on his free time as trying to be a superhero, dressing up in costume. Anyway, so he got popped start trying to sell Molly. Uh, he got arrested for selling Molly on to an undercover cop on Venmo. Listen, bro. Bruce wow. Wayne was independently wealthy, okay? Phoenix Jones needs some way to buy a super suit. So yeah. he got arrested. Now, he also got arrested eight times for having driving with a suspended license, <laughs> which at the same time, that's, did, did that's, Batman have to pass his road test? Yeah, I, mean, like, I don't think right? so. Yeah. No? I mean, it's just a... I mean, Look at Batmobile. <laughs> go ahead and pull that motherfucker over. So yeah. But at the same time, that that suspended license thing is like a weird. One time I was at a party and I had a suspended license. I yeah, I got a suspended license. And everybody at the party, every dude there was like, yeah, I got a suspended license too, because they'll suspend it for was anything. It in jail at this party or no, no. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, now uh, by the way, I have to ask you. There's a video of you, of some Italian guy that wanted to fight you. Uh, somebody. Sent me this video of it was like because uh, uh, people an Italian dude wants to fight me. There was well, because get in line, bro. Because people <laughs> are like people send me these videos and I never watch them usually. But this dude actually, I was like, what? What is this? Okay, you have to explain this to me, bro. Uh, I don't know. You're on some kind of weird. It's it was, at, it was at your house in Orange County. And some guys pacing back and forth. Oh no, bro! Let's not get into that. Really? That, yeah, that's a dude. Oh, he's not Italian. Oh, well, so you're a racist for saying that. Oh, but yeah, it's well, not Italian. I, oh. He just look. He just is. Uh, he just has fuzzy he looks like eyebrows. A Jersey Shore kind of guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that. Yeah, that guy actually. At <laughs> my old house, there was a dude down the street who who I I coached him. Yeah. And he went insane. Like I don't know what he did. He got a hold of some drugs or I don't know what. Because you're on some video where they're, they're talking about it. These three guys are, are talking about it. And this is recent. Yeah. Oh, God. And this dude, this dude has, <laughs> I, I feel bad for the guy. He was actually a pretty good student. Like, he would work hard and, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, listen to me. But then, like, he, like, went off on some other, he, like, psychotic break. And this dude just never came back. He was like. Did you ever fight that guy? No. Uh, I, like, so what I happened? The guy, was, the guy was walking back and forth wanting to fight you and you just, you just went inside after that? Nah, I dude, it's an old video where I sprayed him with the hose. I think you sprayed him with a hose. Yeah, I you know it, the, the, you're really gonna go out on the show on like kind of a whap whap because uh, okay. it wasn't that big a deal. Like it, it, I mean, uh that the, the poor guy. All right, you know, okay, so this is not it's not worth it's, talking it's about. Kind of like making fun of like you know what I mean. Uh, a dude who's a like kid. Yeah, exactly. Like having a you know corner uh, street corner preacher okay. making fun of him. Because the guy, the guy obviously had some kind of mental illness, okay. and, uh, and you know he wasn't always like that. He was always just kind of a little weird. But if it's the same guy you're talking yeah, about, it's, it's got to be that. It's got to be. Yeah, the same guy. I think he he literally was having like because somebody this is a thing called dub it out, baby. Ask Mayhem about this. TikTok. People, no, no. By the way, him on TikTok is. I heard you're out of control on this. Chin music. What? Yeah, I heard. Hot, I heard, hot chin action on hot TikTok. Action. What is this? I, I hear you're like. All right, so some guy on. It's called Dub It Out, he, Another he Adult got, Baby. He's ADD guy. <laughs> Ask me a question. Another, another adult baby. This guy right here. Oh, yo, there's, there's you with the hose. 
Yeah, that was like that's what I'm talking about. That yeah, was like some guy wanted a million to years ago. Oh. He didn't want to fight me. He wanted he wanted to fight uh, Wingo, those guys that lived <laughs> with me. And then like he was like wanted I don't know. He's the kid. Was, All right, okay, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> well, too late. We already just like ate up 15 minutes with it. <laughs> yeah, I thought there'd be a great story behind it. No, it's, it's kind of like a sad story. Oh, yeah, right. I know. Like well, where the the poor guy like I I feel like a little guilty. Like maybe like what if like during sparring with them. I gave him brain damage, and now he thinks the FBI is after him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's possible. Like, it's like one of those. Got some like, CTE. Is that possible? I, 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 got, I, got, I, got, I got to go coach wrestling. All right, go I, coach I, I, wrestling, plus, By the way, I stopped taking Adderall uh, a week ago. You have any so leftovers? That's why your ADD is out of ADDD elemental P? Yeah. All right, because I switched insurance people, and then I had to get it prescribed again. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going off it. All right, so, and I feel better. Really? I'm sleeping, a, I'm you, sleeping a lot better. I'm well, glad. Yeah. I'm going to go pick up my Adderall subscription today. Really? Yeah, let or me, prescription. Let me get some. All right, so um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you have coming up? Oh, this, that, and the other, bro. I'm putting together new Mayhem martial arts page. So uh, I don't know. I'm going to have uh, uh, some fights pretty soon. Uh, underground, baby. We're going underground and above ground. <laughs> that sounds very safe. Uh, what yeah. do you got coming up? Uh, nothing. Just follow me on TikTok at hot. Chin action. I gotta do that. All right, I'll follow you. And then, uh, you. By the way, I will be in Naples, Florida this week. Naples at uh, the Off the Hook Comedy Club. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. And then I'll be in Calgary at the Comedy Cave in February, as well as one night stands in Michigan, uh, somewhere in Michigan. Um, you go to AdamHunter.com uh, for all my dates. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Traps on some trap, on some trap, on some trap, trap, on some 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 trap, on